0: Welcome to the Sip It and Rip It podcast. I'm Zach. He's Nathan. You can find us at Sip It and Rip It on Instagram. You can find us on uh, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts. Where else can you find us? YouTube sometimes.
1: YouTube, if everything works out correctly. <laughs> yeah. And we don't have fucked up video like we always do. He's
0: at NathanSketios, and I am uh, just on the Sip It and Rip It at Instagram. Yeah. So. Uh,
1: please rate us five stars. Give us
0: five stars.
1: We have asked several times.
0: So, we're starting to get into some more fo- uh, short format uh, stuff. So, um, uh, we're going to skip our gym experiences this week because um, mm-hmm. we've kind of already discussed them. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe or maybe not. Who knows? But, uh, <laughs> so, you don't have to listen to that again. We're going to go ahead and skip those and go straight to uh, PR songs. What's your PR songs? Oh, shit. You're, oh, shit. Start. <laughs> All right, I'll start. All right, cool, cool. Um, I was actually prepared for this one. Um, <laughs> the last episode, I was not prepared for it. I sat here and scrolled for too long. Um, this is a, a different play for me. Uh, they're, they're definitely a heavy band, but it's definitely a, a little bit more commercial. Um, but it's one of the sexiest songs on the planet. It's super heavy, slower paced, um, but goddamn, I just love this band so much. And it's You've Seen the Butcher by the Deftones. Um, All right. Fucking heavy as balls, pretty slow. Um, but man, that song is so goddamn good. It's been on every gym playlist I've had for a few years. And uh, like I said, it's a little slower paced, super heavy, super smooth, sexy sounding song. It's, it's a badass fucking song. Yeah, that's mine. You got yours. There? Oh, you only brought one? I only brought one for this oh, episode. Okay. So we're doing a short format. Well, fair enough.
1: Then I'll bring one. And this is actually a song that you uh, got me into uh, is Dear Diary by Bring Me the Horizon. Hell yeah. I can, like, it's really fast paced, um, except the, the one, I guess, one little part where it isn't. But there's just something about that song that really gets me riled up. I don't know, just
0: yeah. I mean, I don't know a lot to you. Uh, Ollie Socks is—he's kind of a hopped vocalist, though. In a way, yeah. like I have to say, because we listen to things that are more musically driven most of the time. Um, I don't know that that band's the same without Ollie Socks.
1: Yeah, that's fair.
0: He's—he's he's kind of a monster on that new record because yeah. I mean the record in general is not super heavy. No. So no, it's not. Um, Parasite is another one get on that record. Yeah. Fucking like that song. That was a video game.
1: Yeah, well, there was a know. video game called Parasite Eve. It was like an old PlayStation One game.
0: Oh fuck! I didn't know. <laughs> I, I didn't know. I don't know no. if the song's about it or not. But not a bit. But you've seen the butcher and Dear Diary. Yeah, listen to them. They're, they're,
1: they're good. good, songs. songs. Um, we're drinking the same thing we were last episode because we haven't finished them. <laughs> uh, like Doubling up. In case you're wondering, still Cake Therapy by Trim Tab Brewery.
0: And then I have the Peanut Butter Cups by Trim Tab Brewery. It's uh trim tab brewing trim tab brewing trim tab <laughs> brewing trim tab brewing all right. <laughs> that was a little too perfect i'm
1: not going <laughs> to that really well we did good I, I hope it comes through really good uh i might have to do some editing on that one to make one <laughs> yeah. our voices Stereo, each yeah,
0: Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right but anyway um so, what, what are we doing today, Zach? Uh,
0: so, we are going to ask each other questions, and they're going to be kind of fun, lighthearted. Um, they don't necessarily have to be not serious, but we're going to do them like kind of rapid fire, and uh, we're going to take a minute or two per question to answer them, and uh, we're not really going to time it, but we're going to try to move this along pretty quick, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know what he's asking me, and he doesn't know what I'm asking him, so yeah. uh, should be pretty should be pretty fun. Do you want to go one at a time? Uh yeah, we can like go back, back and, and forth. That's fine. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, do you want me to start or you want to start? I don't... Are you asking or answering first? That's uh whatever your preference.
1: But I do know I have more questions than you, so it may be better. Right, that's fine. For you go ahead and start.
0: Mm-hmm. So the first one, and this is going to be probably pretty easy. What's your favorite cheat meal? My favorite cheat meal? Yeah. Man, honestly, I could give a long-winded response because it could be a lot of things. But honest to God, what I'm going to go to first is I'm going to go get a couple of double quarter pounders from McDonald's. A large fry, maybe a McChicken or nine. <laughs> and the biggest fucking a liter of Diet Coke if I can do it, just the biggest fucking diet but coke. But no got. milkshake. Um no, I, I typically don't do that. I'm pretty much all about the beef, baby.
1: That's fair. Yep. Their milkshakes kinda taste like snot anyway. So
0: I don't mind a McDonald's milkshake, but it's just not that's not where my mind goes like when I crave something trashy like that. That's, that's fair. fair. That's fair. So that's what it is. Yep. But yeah, McDonald's double double quarter pounders want the whole combo, an extra double quarter pounder, and like I said, it may be a McChicken or not.
1: You want You want some pink sludge.
0: I do. Some yeah. pink sludge. We're All getting right. after it, baby. Let's go. <laughs> well, I All guess right.
1: that makes your turn.
0: Uh, your favorite lift and why? Favorite
1: lift. Man, it, it has changed so many times in the past. Like, it used to be deadlift, and it, maybe it was just because... Something raw
0: about deadlift. There
1: is something raw about a deadlift. And when I first started, that was what kind of drove me into powerlifting was just that feeling like I needed to feel strong because mentally I was very weak at the time. And deadlifts um, will do that. Yeah, no, I, I definitely. And even though looking back, I had some dog shit form sometimes, especially when I he got heavy. I was like, man, I don't know how my lower back survived. And you're out.
0: talking to a guy built like Quasimodo. I didn't <laughs> <fly>. <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> but,
1: but you know, as I've gotten better at them, I've liked them less because they hurt more. Um, and it may just be getting old.
0: It's the load too. I mean, the as load. you get a, become a better deadlifter, it's just hard to be consistently great at deadlifts, so and you have to really start doing things different so
1: and even though it is the lift that has hurt me the most times it is probably the lift that I haven't always enjoyed throughout my entire exercise career is bench press yeah that's fair I mean it just and it's not it's not a technical I mean it, it's sort of technical but it's not the most technical lift it's not the most I don't know how to describe it. it. Like, it doesn't tick a lot of C and S boxes, I guess. Yeah. Like, it doesn't. But for me, it's just like, it feels good, especially like high volume bench press is just. Like, it feels good. Yeah. Singles are, are okay, but the more the more reps that I get, the more I enjoy my bench it's
0: press. That, it's that uh, gym bro thing, too, uh, how much I you bench. Bro.
1: I am the, the gym. That
0: bro. that, uh, that tr- traditional Mark Bell thing, <laughs> he built a whole company around it, yeah. how much you bench. Yeah. Like, that's what people that don't know much about our sport, if you they hear you're in the gym all the time, mm-hmm. they're going to ask you. They don't give a fuck about your mile time or how much you squat or how many sit-ups you can do in a row. They're going to ask what do you how bench? much you bench, you know? So Now, I will
1: say deadlift has become a little more prominent because of social media. So, some people sure. yeah. some people may ask how much you bench yeah. or Nobody dead, ever asks about the
0: rest, though. For no, me. no. Yeah, that's nobody, a good answer, man.
1: Nobody asks how much you bicep curl either. They just want to know if you have big biceps.
0: Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and, I, and I don't, so we can move on to my question now if you want to. <laughs>
1: good, segue. good
0: segue. What is your least favorite non-bicep exercise? Least favorite non-bicep? Yeah. Um, it's, it's an easy one, man. Uh, lunges or split squats. I have a love-hate relationship with them. Uh, with this torn hip labrum, I don't have a lot of stability in my hips, so they're very difficult for mm-hmm. me, and they're very difficult for me to do heavy. Um, I just, because of pain, because of just the nature of it in general, I just don't enjoy them. That's that's, a, that's, that's an easy, and then most of that's pain driven to be right. honest with you. If I was perfectly healthy, like when I started doing lunges a lot, I was in the CrossFit gym. I could do them now until kingdom come. Mm-hmm. I can't do that anymore with a severed labrum. So yeah. it just
1: is what it is. And this is kind of a two-parter. So that's your least favorite non-bicep exercise. What is your favorite bicep exercise?
0: Favorite bicep exercise. Um Realistically, I really, really, really like just a standard standing curl on an easy bar easy curl bar. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's very fair. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And I'll, I'll be honest with you too. If the gym's empty, I I am guilty of curling on a straight bar. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I I like it. I feel like you know it it's it one of the better feeling things. Uh yeah, I mean the the straight bar does. Yeah, the easy curl obviously doesn't. Yeah. But but yeah, just standing.
1: A stand barbell
0: or easy curls, yes, yeah. so, absolutely. Some sort, some sort of, of
1: standing barbell curl, mm-hmm. that's, fair.
0: that's fair, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Oh, it's my turn, yeah, I have to ask you one. Cool. <laughs> All right, so this is uh, um, I'm gonna ask it two separate because you got more questions than I do, sure. But they one kind of leads into actually, never mind, I'm wrong. Uh, your favorite non competition compound movement, non so it can't be squat, bench, or deadlift, but it does need to be compound.
1: <sighs> hmm, that's interesting, probably. Even though I'm not, even though I'm not doing them right now, I I probably would say overhead press. It's fair. Um, I like those two. Even though I like, there's just something about overhead pressing. It's
0: it's like it's like deadlift for your upper body. Yeah, kind of. It just kind of makes you feel like a fucking man. Yeah, (laughs) because it's
1: like you, you, you know, you can bench press a whole lot. You go and you start overhead pressing, you get humbled quick. Yeah, like you don't realize. How much of a bitch
0: pressing a two plate up. overhead press is serious?
1: Yeah, yeah. And I there's, I mean, shoot, there's not a lot of people who can press one plate overhead. Exactly. I mean, yeah. do you think about there's there's some study like a two twenty five bench press is the top like one percent or whatever, and it, you don't see it because you know it's one percent of the population and not one percent of it's gym really goers population. or whatever, but. But, you know, you think about a a 225 overhead press, that might be 1% of the <laughs> the gym population. Yeah, I mean, absolutely is. And definitely
0: when you start getting beyond that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, other than my strongman friends, you know, I don't have a whole lot of people pressing three plates. No. That's I very mean, rarefied air, to be honest. With you. Uh, now, I'm not talking about, like, in a jerk or a push press. Like yeah, it's just like a Just a, a standing strip press. I don't yeah. have a whole lot of friends. Even the strongman game pressing,
1: and I always, I will never do like a push press or a jump press or anything. Well, like. I mean,
0: there's a time and a place for it, but we're not in that sport. Yeah, so, no,
1: I mean, it's it, it doesn't it doesn't provide me with the same stimulus because when you when you think about just like jumping and throwing it up, it's like yeah, you're just using momentum half the time. You're not really well, building your shoulders. It's not up the
0: purpose that. that we do it. We do it for hypertrophy in our shoulders. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. So that makes sense. If I was a strongman, absolutely, I'd learn how to push jerk. Yeah, I mean, but well, I mean, it just is what it is. Yeah, yeah but. Uh, yeah, I like that answer. It's a good one. Back to me? Yep.
1: All right. This one is a little more, a little more close. Uh, what's your favorite personal gym moment? Favorite personal gym moment. Yeah, the, um, the moment in the gym that really just kind of like is stored away in the positive side of your brain. Like you look back and you're like, that was a good day.
0: Yeah. Honestly, uh, it's been, it's been pretty recent. Um, yeah, I went down to work out with Ron. I have, uh, I love squatting, but I'm not a good squatter. Mm -hmm. Um, so they're near and dear to me, but they're also just an absolute motherfucker because I'm just not fucking good at them. Um, it's my, it's probably my favorite lifts, but it's just, you know, I'm just not good at them. I don't know what to tell you. I've, I've gotten injured a lot squatting. I've done a lot of things. So, uh, the, uh, it was not a big PR by no means. And I actually ended up crushing out a few weeks later, but probably the 451 with Ron for two, mm-hmm. um, because I got under it and just crushed it. It was an easy, you know. Most rep, most weight at the time I'd ever done for reps. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't want to look like a bitch in front of my coach uh, or Tammy. Stuff like that, or in front of Tammy, mm-hmm. me. I'm just like fucking incredibly strong. Uh, I only have, I have, you know, only a hundred pounds more than her on the bar at that point. You know what I mean? And we're both squatting doubles, and she's mm-hmm. an absolute badass. I'm like, I can't be. And Ron beside me, has got six twenty two on the bar. I'm like, there's no way I'm fucking being a bitch in that moment. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Just not, a, not a fucking chance. So, I mean. Yeah, you know, that's and I get like what people don't know is I get highly, highly emotional about lifting, especially if it's a weight that scares me
1: mm-hmm.
0: to the point that I can nearly like when I think about like having to get under. I mean, when I got under 375, the other night for on bench press, I, I could, could have nearly cried. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily about, uh, I don't believe I can do it. It's just for me, I find it hard to believe that I'm doing these things that I never thought I'd be able to do.
1: Yeah.
0: And I'm, I'm beating them, you know yeah. what I mean? So. Um, that's, that's fucking cool. But for right now, that's, that's it. But I think, you know, that <clears throat> happy moments in powerlifting can be fleeting, especially yep. when you tie your me- mental health to it. like, you know, immediately, even with that squat, like, you know, like I said, I had to squat more than that a couple weeks later, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, I mean, it you know, it was dead and gone, you know, so, but,
1: uh, but that one was a mem- like that one specifically you remember because it was, with, yeah, it, it and it also it's was it was kind, kind of,
0: um, uh, it's kind of affirming for a way for me because it's, it felt in that moment, I felt like I belonged in the sport.
1: Yeah. So
0: that's, that's yeah. a good reason. Yeah. So I guess it's my turn to ask you it's one back to me back. To yeah. Me. Not, not as serious as that one. That was a good question. <laughs> um, favorite post weigh in meal. Cause we have a 24 hour weigh in
1: mm-hmm. post weigh in. So after I've weighed in truthfully, I have not ever cut for a meat so I don't really have anything like, it's not like I'm starving myself going into yeah, just going and gorging or something. Yeah. So Italian. I really don't have a good answer for that, but you know, if, if, if it's post weigh in, I'm going to be probably eating breakfast. Cause yeah. I probably, I probably didn't eat cause I do want to have the lowest weigh in that I can, even if I'm not trying to cut, cut for a weight class. But so it's probably gonna be breakfast. So it's, probably just going to be a whole bunch of like chocolate chip pancakes and bacon and eggs and fair or or steak depending on where we're at like time of the day probably yeah Yeah. well i mean like steak and eggs or bacon and eggs just depends on where i'm at what's what's available there um but definitely some chocolate chip pancakes and some protein eggs bacon steak something like that some hash browns. If I'm going to Cracker Barrel, uh, it'll be probably it'll probably be a country boy with steak, medium rare, hash brown casserole, fried apples, eggs. Um, I'm with you. Yeah, that country boy's good. Country boy's good. Or it's the grandma sampler.
0: Yeah, there you go. Just yeah.
1: replace the sausage with some more bacon because I don't like sausage. Sure. Ed, you want you want me to elaborate on why I don't like sausage? No,
0: that's fine. You sure? No, it's with, a
1: fun no. story. It's a childhood story. Yeah, go ahead. So. I was about eight or nine years old. We were on a trip down to the beach. We went to this uh, kind of shitty looking breakfast bar, got some sausage, ate it, wasn't feeling too good. Didn't know why. I looked at my dad and he was like, you think you need to go to the bathroom? I was like, yeah, I do. I think i need to go to the bathroom. My stomach hurts. I took two steps into that bathroom and projectile vomited. All over the floor,
0: yeah, that'll, that'll do it. Yeah, that'll make you not like something.
1: My dad left me and my dad went in there, saw what happened, grabbed me. We were we were booking it pretty quick. <laughs> Guy walked in to clean it up. All I could say was, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. We got out of there, <laughs> made our way to the beach.
0: There
1: you go. Uh, so next question for you is pretty close to the last one. What is your favorite? client gym moment. So when you're working with someone, what was like a really cool thing that happened with a client that's like sticks out in your memory?
0: Oh man, I'm eternally proud of all of my clients.
1: That's that's, that's uh, the politically correct answer.
0: Well, and I I really am. I think all of them know this. Um, But is there one, like
1: maybe someone was real nervous about something and they were like, I don't know if I can do this. And you kind of coached them up and like mentally prepared them and they went out and crushed it or like something like that or, or something that just kind of like is close to your heart. Yeah.
0: There's, I mean, there's a, like I said, there is a whole, whole lot of happy moments. Um, there's a whole, it doesn't have there's to, a whole lot of bummers too, to be honest with <laughs> that's you.
1: That's fair. Um, but it doesn't have to be like your favorite. So you're not singling anybody out. I like lie to,
0: you, uh, because I have so, such a soft spot for kids. It's what well, it was. Jordan Browning's entire meet day, Scott son's entire meet day in, uh, in Iron City yeah. last year because he ended up having a lot of stiff competition and he went out and just absolutely fucking crushed every <laughs> record he could, he could crush uh, in his age group, with the exception of bench press, but I mean, mm-hmm. he just annihilated squatting deadlift records. Did he get total too? Uh, I think mean, he got total, yeah. So, I mean, he uh, it's hard not to be proud of a kid, man. I mean, it really mm-hmm. is. And, you know, that guy... You know he's already he's already being recruited by major D one colleges for football and stuff now. Like wow. he's a, he's an athlete and he's uh. But you know I know how I know how hard Jordan works, and uh, it was just as earned as anybody. So I mean he he worked really fucking hard for that meet. So um, that's probably a politically correct answer too, because <laughs> yeah. you know I did defer to the the kid. Um, but you know runner up to that in a close probably one A one B though is just. Uh, Tammy Strong, who's my first client ever, uh, you know, at one time had 26 total records in the state of Alabama, and you know she's in her Mm sixties. So
1: that's crazy. She's a strong
0: woman. (laughs) She's a very strong woman, mentally and physically. Mm -hmm. She's uh, she's dynamite. But yeah, one A, one B is Jordan and Jordan and Tammy. That's fair. Tammy's a soft spot because she was the first one ever. So she was the first one that trusted me without any of this. So the rest, you just dog shit. No, that's not true at all. I know. know. PC answer. I I mean, I could have. You had a lot of great moments too. I could have sat here and kissed your ass. (laughs) But. uh, but, I didn't <laughs> expect anything from me. No, That's what it is. I, I was I, was I, I really am you. proud of all of them. Yeah. I really am. Yeah. And if you're listening, I'm really, really proud of you. Yeah. Promise.
1: We're proud of you just for making it this far.
0: Yeah, absolutely. For sure.
1: All right. What you got for
0: me? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I keep forgetting how this works. <laughs> um, this was pretty easy. Um, we, we talked about meals post-weigh-in. Where are you going to go post-competition?
1: Post-competition. Mm-hmm.
0: It's a hungry time in your life.
1: Oof. Like... Honestly, like I wouldn't say there's one specific place, but there's a specific thing that I'm gonna wanna eat. What's that? Steak. 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 All day. Some any steakhouse around I'm gonna steak a baked potato and some salad. And I'm gonna be I'm, if we're I'm at with like you. if we're at like Texas Roadhouse or something, I'm gonna be eating rolls nonstop. Like we're we're gonna be Balls deep and steak and potatoes
0: and yes. the whole
1: nine—all the fixings. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's that's my go-to. Now, I'm pretty easy when, especially when it comes to food. Like, if if everyone wants to go somewhere, I'm like, cool, let's go there. But like, if it's my choice, some sort of steakhouse,
0: Hell yeah. so I can eat steak and potatoes. I'm with you, man. Steak and whiskey is my t- <laughs> two things. Like whiskey for the pain, <laughs> physical and mental. <laughs> yeah. Stake for the pain. <laughs> Physical and <laughs> mental. <laughs> hey, you got to get your program, man. <laughs> you you
1: got to rebuild those yeah, muscles. Yeah, I'm with you.
0: All right, man. So what do you got for me?
1: Let's see. Um, so what is your favorite non-gym hobby?
0: Uh, it's been more than the hobby because it's been my career before, but playing music for sure. Yeah, yeah Absolutely. Uh, I should have. I it's uh, That's an easy one. It's yeah. uh I wouldn't say it's quite as fulfilling because I'm not, I'm not a teacher of music. I, I do have a, a student or two, um, but, uh, uh, I don't teach. So it's not fulfilling in the same way, but I'm a starving artist top and mm-hmm. very much want to be involved in something that matters, whether my paycheck suffers or not. Yeah. Um, so, I, uh, uh, Really like the creative aspect of, you know, I've played a lot of cover bands and made a lot of money doing that, but I really, really, really like writing music. Yeah,
1: that's fair. When I was a kid, well, I guess, yeah, a kid when I was younger, I really enjoyed playing music and I never really liked playing other people's music. I would learn it because I thought it was cool, but most of the time I would sit there and I'd rather just write my own music.
0: Yeah. And I'm very much like that still. Yeah. Yeah. Even to the point that it's a little boring to me to have to learn a cover set or something like that. You know what I mean? It's...
1: Because someone else's music, you don't really get your own personal touch on it, Yeah, right?
0: and, Yeah, very much so. And also, I mean, I've gotten to the point, like, my ear for music is so good that, you know, I can learn most commercial music, I would say, I can learn without an instrument in my hand. Yeah. And I can go up and pick it up and play it an hour later. Like, yeah. So, like, you know, when your ear has gotten that good, I mean, there's, like, some boring aspects of it, but creating is, is where it's at, for sure.
1: Now go, uh, go learn some polyphia. Tell me how that goes. I
0: mean, I, I mean, I probably could, and I mean, that'd be one of those things I probably would have to have a tab book or something yeah, for, or music for. But uh, yeah, i mean, that shit rips. I mean, I've learned a lot of "Protest the Hero" in "Between the Buried mm-hmm. man, I can like fair, shit, yeah. and Me," that's fair. Yeah, they're man, they're so, they're,
1: um, they're not. <clears throat> I would say they're not quite at the level as Polyphia, just because they are insanely
0: talented. They are. They are. Um, really. They're. They're of all the... That's not necessarily the band that comes to mind as a bass player. I know, that's, no, fair. That's, that's fair. That's Clay Gober. He's a very, very good bass player, and uh, he's uh, he's used uh, alternative pick- picking, so he plays with his fingers and a pick, which is a guitar technique. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's a, a very interesting technique and a very talented dude, but that's not necessarily, as a bass player, that's not necessarily who comes to mind, like I'm going to go sit down and learn all this yeah. music or anything. That's so, fair. Yeah.
1: I guess... Because I play guitar, I mostly focus on the guitar. So yeah. that, when I think about it, I just, yeah, that guy's a monster. watching him yeah. play is almost
0: miraculous. That has to be like the most real guitar player on the planet. Dude. I, he pops yeah. up in random reels for guitar <laughs> stuff all the time. It's amazing. Um, yeah, super talented dude. Uh, is that just me, me for yeah. you now? Yeah. God, I'm really struggling with this. <laughs> it was your idea. You're taking too. turns, yep. All right, this is a good one. What strength sport would you compete in? Other than powerlifting or bodybuilding, oh,
1: strength sport. Mm-hmm.
0: So, well, you think Olympic weightlifting, CrossFit, strongman, arm wrestling? Like,
1: well, I can tell you it's, it's Highland. It has to be strongman. That's the only one I ha- I'd have any interest in doing well, because we're both strongman fa- fans. Yeah, because yeah. like it's just an interesting sport. Like, they have a lot of different things they have to prepare for, like the. I couldn't I couldn't tell you the names of these. Uh, they have to throw the, the. it's either a kettlebell or a bag over the. So it can the, be a kettlebell
0: bag or a keg. Yeah, yeah, yeah you keg throw throws. Yeah.
1: Uh, they have the deadlift competition, obviously. They've had the deadlift cars. Viking press. Viking press, log press. Squats.
0: That's yeah. how Eddie Hall dominated when he won it. Again, <laughs> yeah. So. Um, so it's just a really interesting sport
1: to have to train for because you have to train a lot of different things.
0: Yeah, it's definitely multi, <laughs> multi-modality, and that makes it. Interesting
1: in my mind, and it's not CrossFit. Like, no, it has that same like CrossFit is like that, but for weak people.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get that vibe too, and I don't think people appreciate enough the condition it takes to be a strong man. Yeah. Because there's another man doing something to a one at max as is a, is a new level of difficult. But doing, you know, when 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 Eddie won it, he he squatted seven fifty, you know, fifteen or sixteen times in a yeah. minute. The amount of conditioning that requires nuts. I don't care that the guy weighs four hundred and forty mm-hmm. pounds. Like the amount of conditioning that requires is fucking insane. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm with you. On the, I'm with you on that answer. Yeah. What is is it a yoke that they have to carry? Yeah. 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 The yoke carry that seems insane. They do farmer's carries too. You know, like, yeah. yeah. With frames
1: and junk. And yeah. a lot of times, like the well, the do farmer carries, it's like offset too. Yeah. Like offset. Denny stones
0: are offset. Yeah. You know, that's a legendary thing in strongman. So.
1: And then don't they have the atlas stones they have to pick up and yeah. set up? You know, there's just so many different things. It'd probably be the most interesting sport to train for.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, narrowing down on exactly what it is. I know they announced the events, you know, six weeks out or so, but that's still not a whole trading block. No. That's
1: that's
0: I mean, for that's us. Enough, that's that's enough for peak for things, and that's about it. Yeah. yeah. So,
1: so you have to be pretty much ready for just about anything. Yeah,
0: I like the multiple modality because it does seem like it has some of the interest of CrossFit without it being CrossFit. Yeah. That's a good answer. <laughs>
1: Sorry, CrossFitters. We just think you're weak and stupid. Um. So what is your favorite male and
0: female power lifter? Uh, so I'm going I'm to go based on personality over totals here. but That's uh, perfectly fine. Um, personality over totals. Um, you know, I, I would be, honestly, personality and total wise, I'd be very hard pressed to say that my favorite power lifter, he's not a power lifter anymore, but probably is Brandon Allen. That's fair. Just, that guy's just a fucking he was not to mention he was a great coach to me. He was a good friend to me. But he's a, he was just a fucking monster, dude. And his yeah. attitude and his just approach to things was and he was fun to watch. Yeah. Like I talked about it a lot that comp uh, that powerlifting lacks like Personality. sometimes that, sometimes it's a little golf like and mm-hmm. everybody gets their golf clap after the lift and it just goes. And then like Brandon was always fired up to be there. Yeah. And it's just fun to fucking watch. Yeah. Um, favorite female lifter. Um Far and away, because I just hang on to every word she says. She's such a smart person, and she's also no longer powerlifting. Is uh is definitely Steffi Cohen. That's fair. Yeah, pound for pound, the baddest baddest fucking person on this planet.
1: Yeah. So, the funny thing about Steffi Cohen, you know, I mean, she hates powerlifting.
0: Yeah, I mean, she's Yeah, I mean, she, you know, it's it is what it is. I mean, but she she did dedicate her whole life to yeah. it, and um it does take something out of you. So
1: yeah. she, uh, well, she even when she was doing it, she said she hated it. I mean, like it's, she was like. It, I don't know what it is. It's a fucking it grind. It is. I don't know what, what it was about powerlifting specifically. I, I just remember hearing her talk on the Mark Bell podcast, and everyone was lo- kind of losing their mind. They're like, so you were like the best, and you hated it. It's yeah. like kind of like mind boggling. That gives you some idea of what it
0: takes discipline wise, though, mm-hmm. to be good at something. Yeah. You know, that's, you know, I, and that's, I mean, that's a testament to, to willpower and discipline and everything like that. Yeah. She wanted the goal more than she wanted. Mm-hmm. Anything else?
1: Yeah, so, I, th- I think that's, that's pretty, what she said too. You know, was like it was more about winning It's a that, statement than than you know, about actually powerlifting. Yeah,
0: I mean that makes sense. She was good at it. She was competitive. So, yeah. um, so because of your last not so PC statement, this is going to be an interesting question right here. <laughs> All right, and that's and uh, would you try CrossFit?
1: Would I try
0: it? I don't. We're not talking about like you know. We're talking about you... maybe like you know a month in a CrossFit gym like. Training what's on the board, just training like everybody else, like time off. We're in off season off season you're not competing for a couple years.
1: Probably not. That's true. If I'm being honest, and the only reason why, and it's not not really a dig at crossfitters, is that I will never be a crossfitter. And I I understand there's an appeal to it, and I understand like there's a sense of community about it, and like that's yeah, one that of the too, though. yeah exactly. They're, they're, but that's one of the big appeals to CrossFit is their big community. I remember hearing I forget his name. He's a bodybuilder. He went to CrossFit, um, really successful in both. Um, he was talking about how what really brought him into CrossFit was the community. We have that at least here in powerlifting. You know, maybe not so much online. Online, every, there's always going to be sour people online. But, you know, more locally, we already have that sense of community. And I, I'll i never be competing for CrossFit, so I don't see a reason to train for it. Even, even off-season, like if I'm doing off-season, I would rather be bodybuilding.
0: That's I would I mean, rather. It is more beneficial to what we do.
1: Yeah. Um, I do think that Cross, to be a little PC... If you're doing CrossFit because it's what you enjoy doing and it's making you active, then I'm for it. Yeah, I know a few people that used to go to the gym that we went to, and they're at a CrossFit gym now, and that's what's keeping them going. Like they love CrossFit; they're staying active. That's a cool thing. Sure, that's great. That's wonderful. It's just not me. Yeah, like the CrossFit style is not me. And even when I was like. I was first learning about CrossFit and I was still new to fitness in general. And everyone's like, CrossFit's the new thing. If you want to be like really strong and lean and have, you know, good physique and endurance, you know, do this. And I was like, okay, sure. Yeah. And I looked into it and I was like, it's just not for me. Yeah. That's fair. Like I want to squat, bench and deadlift. Yeah. That's fair. And I can do that in bodybuilding and I can do that in powerlifting. Yeah. I could do that in strongman. Yeah. Yeah. I can't do that in CrossFit. That's
0: fair. Yeah. I got you. Not, not do it optimally anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, can, yeah, I mean, you absolutely do do it in CrossFit. But, yeah. You know, but not, the not the, same. we don't want 225 for reps. We want, yeah. you know, I, I want max weight on the bar. Yeah. Uh,
1: So for me, this one is uh, kind of, kind of like a pretty open question, I guess. But what is your favorite? Style of dieting and like maybe macros or something like that, like
0: so personally, I take a pretty low fat approach if i'm if I'm having to do it um, I do like the vertical diet, mostly I eat vertical diet compliant things if I'm dieting to lose weight, and I keep fat down around about twenty five percent of my total mm-hmm. caloric value uh protein, I keep it as high as I can, and I eat the balance carbs yeah. so I mean that's uh that's that's cut and dry I feel the best on the paleo diet, but mm-hmm. for what we do you cannot. Unless you're eating really expensive cuts of meat, if you're eating ribeye three times a day, you're just not getting the caloric value we need from the paleo diet Mm -hmm. that you could from, you know, vertical diet, And I'm not necessarily explicitly saying vertical, but I'm just telling you I eat mostly vertical diet compliant things when I'm dieting.
1: I feel like I'm the same way, so that's fair.
0: Yeah, that's a pretty easy answer. Yeah. Standard everything's a shit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: Go uh, buy his products. He has products. I don't know what they
0: are. You gotta get to, we got to get to moving here. We're, I
1: don't we, know what it is. We only got a couple left, right?
0: Yeah. Uh, who would you be coached by if money wasn't an object?
1: Two people come to mind, um, both very successful in powerlifting. First one that comes to mind is Ben Pollock, because he's kind of the goat at everything.
0: Yeah, he's. I mean... He trains like we train. He's a real power builder.
1: Yeah. Like, like he, he's a really jacked dude. He's body built like his, like he's bodybuilding. He's been a really successful power lifter at a lighter weight class. Smart man. Extremely smart. Um, that being said, he doesn't take one-on-one clients. So it's not really a money thing. It's a, he just doesn't, doesn't do it. Um, the person, the other person that comes to mind who does do one-on-one training would be Joe Sullivan. And that's, primarily because he is kind of the squat God and that is my weakest link. And I feel like if there's anyone that could fix my squat, it's him.
0: Yeah, that's fair. It's um, a good answer. Yeah, well, I can't argue with Joe Sullivan.
1: Yeah. I think, I think both of them would be like ideal. Cause I mean, even Ben Pollock is an insanely good squatter. Yeah, he is. I mean, he's, I feel like he's a better deadlifter than a squatter, but he's also, he's damn good at all. He's well balanced. Good yeah. At all he's, he really is just good at everything. So like I said, the goat at everything. Sure. So, is this one? I wrote this down, but wording it is a little weird. So, is there is there something that something specific? It could be anything from a memory to a rivalry to anything like that that pushed you further than you thought you could go, ever.
0: well Yeah, I mean, and i you know, I was the guy that said, um, you know, talked about how healthy competition was and how the you versus you mentality is kind of bullshit, but I'll absolutely say it's me. I mean, I absolutely have done this to systematically destroy the person I used to be. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I feel like to a large extent I've done that, but yeah, I mean, I I did this number one, the one, number one reason I started was for my physical health. It definitely became about my mental health. And now I'm just looking to absolutely fucking kill the person I used to be. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, I've, I feel like I've done that. Um, uh the competition with other people thing is important in that in that journey though because that what that is what causes you to elevate so mm-hmm. i don't recant my you versus you being bullshit but uh just my own self hatred and self loathing uh my willingness to seek out things that hurt and that physically destroy me um has fundamentally changed me and it's made me it's made me a better person yeah. so that's fair that's, that's my answer. Very philosophical. one. But, you know, I hate me, but I hate myself a little less than before powerlifting. Yeah. So
1: that, that's fair. Um, I, I remember, uh, and I didn't know if you were going to bring it up or not. There was a, a deadlift specifically that
0: no, in that moment, that was really important. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, you know, I needed to crush him and, mm-hmm. and he got crushed and yeah. that's, you know, that is what it is. And I do competitively, I, I have found in, in powerlifting, even though I'm not that good yet, I do have that. I, I can grab an extra gear for some reason when it comes to hating somebody else. <laughs> and, <laughs> like it does. I do. I do elevate that in that moment. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, and uh, that's not bad. But it doesn't stick out my. It doesn't stick out in my mind like yeah. it does. I mean, um, you know, every day is a battle. Just not. Just just not to give up and just not to quit. And the fact that I haven't quit. Yeah. You know, I will just keep going anyway. Like. Shit hurts. Just keep fucking going. Like,
1: there's just something primal though. It about is. beating
0: somebody else. It it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's just and like I mean, there's something pro I mean, there uh, there's something primal about destroying the person you used to be because yeah. I was weak and timid and and uh wasn't well spoken. Um not very well spoken now. But uh <laughs> But much better than you were. Because uh, I feel like a you're very angry and very disturbed individual before uh well CrossFit started it to be fair to give mm-hmm. them some credit but before powerlifting I very, very much was not in a good mental health space you know mental health space at all so uh,
1: Sounds like you're saying my story
0: Yeah I mean we, we started route. for the same yeah. you know, a lot of the same
1: reasons so very very similar yep <laughs> yeah. I I was in a bad spot when I came
0: to you about powerlifting and then yeah it just uh it you know I need like like to I mean, there's something magical about having having the tools In a shitty gym somewhere to fundamentally, literally having physical tools that are capable of fundamentally changing everything about you. Yeah, everything that you, everything that you hate, you can put, you can put to rest and kill in the gym. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, do and learning discipline changes you mentally. Like we talk about the physical changes, obviously, and those are. Very helpful in a lot of different ways. There's a lot of mental changes that happen in the gym because once you've Fuck become up. dedicated and disciplined, you think about things differently. You can process things differently. Absolutely. Yeah. It just, it's kind of insane. And it's, it's, it goes back to, I think, I think it's uh Lane Norton said this or he quoted it. If exercise was a pill, it would be the most prescribed drug. In The world,
0: oh, it would be, yeah, absolutely.
1: But nobody wants to put in the work,
0: everybody wants to work,
1: yeah. Everybody everybody wants the pill, they don't want the the life. Nobody wants the long
0: long answer ever. But but that's so much lies in a long thing, you know. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It really does. It gives you if you have a goal that you haven't met yet, it gives you quite a bit of purpose to try to go get it. It really does. So, lighthearted one. Oh, you got one more. I got one more. Oh, man. Fuck Mary Kill. Oh, yeah, that's right. We're playing this one. I forgot about that. Fuck Mary Kill, overhead press, Mm -hmm. pull ups, and front squat. And I do these because those are the three most complained things from my clients. Let's see. Are those three things
1: front squat, overhead press, and what was that other one?
0: Front squat, overhead press, pull ups.
1: Pull ups. Well, I'm just going to go ahead and say kill pull ups.
0: We're killing pull ups. Okay. Kill, right.
1: kill pull ups. I'm a little
0: surprised that it's not the front to, squat.
1: I used to be really, really good at pull ups, and now I'm not. That, that got, weight game changes those from the middle. I got heavy. I was like, kind of yeah, that's fair. They, they kind of feel slow and sluggish when i was 180 pounds i was like hell yeah pull-ups are great i can do like 50 of them right. now i'm like 230 i'm like oh i got five Yeah. cool <laughs> so yeah we, we'll just kill pull-ups um i mean i guess i guess fuck front squats um they're good for a purpose,
0: but I don't do their thing for a little while. I, I, <laughs> and then we I, can I, move back to SSB and be happy yep, again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like
1: there's there's a you you get benefit from them and there's like, you know, there's a time and place for them. Whatever, you know, you get you get drunk and you think, you know, you need bigger quads and you throw yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> And then you fall. She looks a little pretty there. She had a little bit too much weight. So you you're riding your sets.
1: you're riding your and program, and you're like, ah, yeah, front squats. I'll do those. The next day, you regret it. Like, <laughs> as soon as you start yeah. doing the front squats, you're like, like fuck. Oh, what am I doing here? I'm gonna throw the SSB bar on. Uh,
0: so I guess we're marrying overhead press. Yeah, I like I like overhead press. Yeah. Overhead press is fun. A um, long, long game for upper body strength. There, yeah. it's all right. I mean, I I enjoy them,
1: especially in high repetition. Um,
0: like I said, those are the three most complained things I think about from clients. So,
1: reverse Uno card.
0: <laughs> A fuck, Mary, kill same same yeah. three. Yeah. Uh, definitely killing front squats. Yeah, yeah, that's
1: that's totally killing fair. front
0: squats. Um, fucking pull ups, <laughs> because uh, well, to be honest with you, to be three hundred pounds, I'm pretty fucking good at pull ups. Yeah, so they're fun sometimes. Um, my elbows and shoulders flared up. They're not fun right now. Yeah. Uh, but it's really, really fun to go occasionally flex on some skinny dudes and bust out a set of 10 at 300 pounds, to be honest. Um, and then same, I'm marrying the same one, baby. overhead (laughs) press, uh, that's been a staple in, in my training for a long time. Brandon put it in my training. I hadn't trained overhead press a lot until I got with Brandon. Um, I did it at the CrossFit gym, but yeah. Early in my powerlifting career, I didn't train it a lot until yeah. I got branded. It made a huge difference in my bench press. It's fucking fun. It's humbling. It just checks off all the boxes yeah. for, for a lift. Like, it humbles you. It's fun. You feel like a fucking man when you get good at it. Like, all those things. Like, yeah. yeah. Marry an overhead press. So, I feel you. Slightly different answer. Just but, slightly, but. But I mean, the pull up, like I said, doing, being able to do 300 pound pull ups, you know, like, it's a cool flex sometimes. Yeah. When you
1: feel good. It's not quite as cool at 2.30, especially when you're doing less.
0: <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, I, <laughs> now, if I practice them, that.
1: maybe if I practice them, I'd feel a little different. My
0: best is 16 at 265, but I can do a set of 10 now at 290. Yeah. So 292 is what I weighed today. So
1: I don't, I don't even know. I know I hit like 25-ish at 180, that, I have a video of it somewhere on my, my Instagram. My best
0: weighted is I've done um, 90 pounds for five. My best weighted, but I was also that was CrossFit gym time, so I was probably weighing about your size two twenty two thirty.
1: I want to say same. I think I
0: hit two plates for four. I did or it five. on a kettlebell to be fair, but yeah. I did
1: I did it with the belt and yeah. with plates. But I did
0: it with a pair of kettlebells. But yeah,
1: but I want to say I want to say it was four or five. I don't think. I don't think it was many, but they're they're just a cool
0: flex sometimes. Yeah, I mean that's totally fair. All right, guys, that's a short for, short a short format show. Is it? Dad, Do you got one more question? No, but we didn't do dad jokes. Oh, we do have to do dad jokes real quick. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. <laughs> Trying um, to skip over the best I'm not lie part of the to you, show. My shit's gonna die. I don't know if I can find the same. I'm myself. at four percent. I'm at three. Ooh. Gonna have to be fast. Gonna have to be real fast. Real fast. Just don't oh, say we're just gonna th- scroll one, and read one. Here we go. Just hit all the way to the bottom. All okay. right. Uh, my new girlfriend told me I'm terrible in bed. I told her it's unfair to make a judgment in less than a minute. I'm pretty sure I told that you, one. <laughs> you might have told that one.
1: All right. I, I don't know if I said this one or not, but this is a good one. At my boss's funeral, kneeling and whispering at the coffin. Who's thinking outside the box now, Gary? <laughs>
0: I like it. I like it. Uh, I saw a real idiot in the gym the other day. This is some powerlifting shit. If I remember. They had a water bottle in the Pringles holder. <laughs> I think I saw that one. All, All right. right. That's time, time to it, go eat dinner. It's time to go eat dinner. Bye. I had some chicken casserole. Y'all have fun.
1: Love you.